What's going on? My name is Anthony Ricciardi and welcome to Morning Ritual. Yo, what's going on guys? Hope you're doing super well. I am uh, I'm here in the studio this morning just catching up on a few things and um, I referenced something in my last my last podcast yesterday which was uh, about a song I wrote. And I was thinking as I, I drove here this morning, I was thinking back to um, different, I guess, different times in my life and different creative outlets that I experimented with and had some fun with. And some of you may know, but a lot of you may not, that I, I used to rap, which is uh, which is super funny, um, as in like rapper, <laughs> like music. And it's um, it was a, you know, I always loved hip hop and rap music. I actually love all kinds of music. Um, but, um, growing up, I always said, you know, I want to be a rapper. It was just a funny thing. It was never really anything serious. Um, near the end of high school started, uh, with, uh, two friends of mine and we started having a little fun and, and we, we did a little couple songs and we, we did a couple shows and we just, we really had some fun with it, but it was when I went down to, I went to university in Alabama, as I've mentioned in the past and, while I was in Alabama, the, the music there was very much right up the alley of what I, I liked in rap. It was, uh, it was very Southern, obviously, being in Montgomery, Alabama, and a lot of the influences that I would listen to in the songs, you know, came from these areas, came from Atlanta, came from Alabama, came from Louisiana, you know, um, it, it came from Texas, came, just came from those, you know, those areas. And I was being immersed in it firsthand. And I think it's, it was at a time where I was, I definitely wasn't painting um, when I was in school. I, you know, I lived, I had a small dorm room and then we moved into a house, never really had space to paint. I painted a few painters, but it was never anything serious. And music was something that I could, I could do. Um, you know, I can write a song. I would write songs when we were on bus rides and, you know, while I played baseball. Um, I'd write songs and, and then we'd go home and our, our university had an incredible recording studio, like a state-of-the-art recording studio. And, you know, for a nominal amount, I can't remember the price at the time, but it was, you know, maybe $20, we'd be able to go in there and, and record an entire song, which is surreal. And, you know, became friends with a bunch of the engineers in, in, in the area and a couple of my friends, um, you know, one of my very close friends, Frost, he was an incredible producer um, and and produced music, which was which was awesome. And you know, we had a, a couple of other incredible friends wanted to get in on the management side, so we, we we formed a you know a little bit of a team that would would be promoting this, be promoting my rap. And it was it was really cool to see, and it was an it was an interesting time where the you know the title of this podcast is how I opened up for Two Chains. And Two Chains is, if you don't know, a, a very popular and for a number of years was a, a top. Um, a top performing artist, um, you know, still is still regarded as one of the a great you know artists of our our generation, especially in that southern hip hop. Um, you know, not comparable to the likes of Lady Gaga and uh, Taylor Swift in numbers or Bieber in numbers, but definitely um, generational in the sense of southern hip hop. And being in Alabama, uh, being in Alabama states, we had a different different performers that would come in all the time, and it was one of those times, one of those things. And I always go back to the mental state. Is when I, 
you know, I was playing baseball full time. That was my, you know, as I was a student, I was really an athlete student, not a, you know, before I was a student, I was definitely an athlete. And that took up a hundred percent of our time. The, any other percentage, or let's say 97% of our time. And then 2% of our time, we had to catch up and, and make sure our studies were there. And I got good grades, which I, I was able to do. And then every other minute was trying to figure out things that I had passion for. And it was just little miniature life hacks, which were in the, in the form of, I understood that each year a top, you know, hip hop performer would perform at our school during homecoming. My first year, I think it was Soldier Boy, which is super funny. I walked over from my dorm and watched Soldier Boy. Uh, the second year, uh, actually, sorry, the second year is when I when I performed. And after that first year of Soldier Boy, I remember being in the crowd and and seeing this. I'm like, this is so cool. I I want to be on stage. Like, I'm not coming to another homecoming unless I'm on stage with them. So during that summer and during the beginning of the year, I, I started rapping a lot and started to reach out. And this is where an important thing, if you remember back to how I got to university, sending hundreds of emails, um, I just started sending emails to everyone on campus, like not, not students, like anyone in, in different faculties, the arts department, the music department, the public relations department, the student government. I didn't know any of these people. I would just I was putting it out there like, listen, I rap. This is a song I did. I, at the time, I had a song that we had made for um, ASU baseball team, and I had like two mixtapes. I had thirty, you know, twenty-five, thirty songs that I had done. It was a solid enough discography that I can be like, listen, I'm I actually do this. And um, it was just it was so funny. One and one lady said, you know what we're gonna do because we've had interest from three different people to open up for the next act. And I'm like, who is the next act? And they're like, well, it's actually Two Chains and Travis Porter, which is really cool. And then they said, and actually, Yo Gotti is going to be there too. You guys may not know these names, but these were in the, again in the Southern hip hop and, and rap world. They're they're big, especially at the time. This is uh, 2012, 2013. Um, they were definitely important. And they said we had a couple, so we're going to do a little bit of a talent show. And I'm like, a talent show? I had never really performed like by myself before. And all of a sudden, I was going to go into an auditorium with hundreds of people and have to do a song and then get voted on by a crowd. This is crazy. This doesn't even make sense. Um, You know, like, especially me, you guys know what I look like being a rapper. It was was definitely interesting. But I had to overcome it because, again, it's all mental. And I wanted to do it, so I said I would. I ended up going on um, with a song. Um, I did a song with a good friend of mine, Helma, and Euro. Euro um, has gone on to do incredible things in music. He's signed by Lil Wayne and is part of the Young Money and, you know, gone on to win awards and he's doing well. And I, I had written this song, written the chorus, had Helma sing it, and I went out um, and performed. And it, it went really well. It went it went extremely well, and we actually got selected, which is which is crazy. Um, I think there was like five people that competed for this this small little talent show. Um, I mean, it wasn't small. It was I think there was like six hundred people showed up to to watch and and vote. It was it was pretty crazy um, for the white kid from Canada to win a rap contest to open up for Two Chains in Montgomery, Alabama. But it happened because I put it out into the world. And I really wanted to do it. So I think the, the key the key takeaway there, I mean, I never ended up doing the, 
after that, to be totally honest, after that, we went right into baseball season. And after that, I, you know, rap to me sort of started to fade away. I didn't really do too much after that mixtape, after that show. And it had nothing to do with me not wanting to. I just, I think at the time I set goals that weren't, that I didn't really want. I just sort of said, and I really wanted to open up for homecoming at my school, but I didn't really want, I definitely didn't want rap more than I wanted baseball. So I knew where my attention was going to be anyway. But I think that's uh, sort of what it came down to is like, I had to, you have to, you know, in life, you got to pick and choose just like how I had to leave a finance career to become an artist. And I knew that rap was something, although fun, wasn't something that I wanted to do. Not that it was unrealistic to do for a career. I believe I probably could have done it for a career. Um, I just didn't think that it outweighed my baseball and at the time finance. Um, and then now fast forward, I'm an artist. So it's all, it's all crazy, but what it, it all is proof of is that we could do anything that we set our minds to. So make sure you set your goals larger than life because you never know if they can come true. Thank you guys so much. And, um, I'm going to dig up that video of me opening for two chains and post it to my YouTube so you guys can see it soon. Thanks. Bye. And that was my morning ritual. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. My name is Anthony Ricciardi. I look forward to seeing you soon.